A dragon without its rider is a tragedy. A rider without their dragon is dead. First order of business. We will be talking about spoilers from the book Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. If you have not read to the last sentence on the last page, please skedaddle. I really don't want to spoil it for you and ruin your fun of reading, so please excuse yourself now so you don't spoil it. Seriously, there's the door. Nothing in the fourth wing world is off limits. We will be going over social media posts, interviews from the author, the book, audiobook, anything. Don't listen to the podcast if you want accurate predictions and ideas because we have some unhinged theories and sometimes just go off of vibes. If there is a citation or source for something we discuss, we will note it in the show notes for you. Also, a content warning. The book has some spicy scenes in it and uses R-rated language and so might this episode. So this is your sign to hop out if that is not for you. Welcome to the Podcast Quadrant. We are discussing the bonus chapters of The Fourth Wing. I'm Nate. And I'm Abby. We are super excited to be now diving into the bonus chapters. Bonus content. Bonus content, bonus chapters that has been provided by Rebecca Yaros, not just in books, but on her website. Yes. And it's from Zayden's. POV. Yes. And this is POV. It's POV. And things are about to get interesting. Because <laughs> it's a brand new different perspective, obviously. And mm-hmm. obviously with both books are just Violet's POV, except for a couple of chapters. Yeah. But this is bonus content, and it just adds more layers onto character development, especially since it's from Zane's point of view. Right. So this is, it's going to be just really interesting. I'm excited to dive deep into it what are your thoughts on it i i'm excited because it gives us more fuel for theories mm-hmm. however sure. it just zayden's thoughts are cringe to me mm-hmm. so it's not an enjoyable experience reading it but like thank you for the bonus you know yeah. that's how i feel okay interesting yeah okay and I'm glad we waited. Well, not that it was a conscious decision. I kind of forgot that the bonus chapter was chapter 9 and 16. And 16. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just threshing. Like, so it wasn't on purpose that we skipped the bonus one for chapter 9. Right. But it worked out because now that we just got to chapter 16. Which is the end of threshing. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a Zayden POV for threshing. Mm-hmm. But also, they just got released, They the bonus chapters just got released for free on Rebecca Yaris's website. Like public. Like right. You could yeah, only get person. the bonus chapters if you had bought the bonus chapter specific book. The special edition, yeah. Right. But now um, you can just willy-nilly go right into it on the website. Willy-nilly. <laughs> sure. So it kind of worked out well um, because now, you know, if people didn't get the bonus like version of the book mm-hmm. and we're going over it they're not missing out they can go on the website and get it and it was super easy to find it just you were you know googling and mm-hmm. it's right there and we have that and then we're going to separate chapter 9 and the bonus for chapter 16 because mm-hmm. i think there's enough there and there's just a lot to dive into because then, just like yeah. you said, we can divide, dive into more theories and explore more theories or just keep going off of the vibes that we create for ourselves. Yeah. So um, real quick, before we get into the summary of it all, the sum. we have been being very, very active on our TikTok and our social media and our Instagram. Yes. You wanted to bring up something yeah, about had... us specifically on TikTok and Yes, Instagram. thank you. Um, someone tagged us in a TikTok. Let's see. Sam Blair 11. Thank you. Um, she tagged us in a video by Tess. Um, 
tests and then like book icon. So I don't know the full name, but it says we need answers at Rebecca Yaros Mm -hmm. and it's pictures. So the first one, it says when you notice something about dragons and their riders in iron flame. So I know this is iron flame and we're only in middle of fourth, but you know, I I had to, I had to mention it because it's awesome. And it shows like screenshots of, from like the wiki for the characters. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it has, um, let's see, uh, Jack Barlow and his dragon. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes who yes, yes, is an orange scorpion tail. Mm-hmm. Next slide is Burton Varish, who has an orange dagger tail dragon. And then the other orange dagger tail is Brennan, Sorengale's dragon. Mm, it's not good company to be I in, my know. guy. I know. I was like, oof. And she's like, what does this mean, Rebecca? And a little like searching eye emoji. So I was wondering if it's the same. No, it's not. At first I was like, oh my gosh, is she insinuating that like the dragon previous writer was Varish, but that time frame doesn't match up. Never mind. That was me. That's probably the dumbest thing I've ever said. Um, so it's not that. But that's at first what I thought was happening was like, wait, so-and-so's dragon was previously this other person's. Mm-hmm. But it's just saying that are all these orange dragons somehow related to um, Venon? Mm-hmm. And also Jack came back from the dead. Yep. And so did Brennan. I, I don't need Varish coming back. But did he, maybe he already? Mm, and when he came be. back, you come back as a Venon? Mm. Yeah, he could. Right? Isn't maybe. that what happened to him? Varish? Yeah. No. Isn't he like a Venon at no. the end? Am I hallucinating? Yeah. Okay, wait, so then what do you think this means? I think it means, it could mean that the orange scorpion tail, or dagger tail, maybe it's just just the orange dragon in general. If it's that correlation, it could, I mean, you could have it being suggested that the person turns evil or turns on Violet or something Mm -hmm. like that. So it could mean something to that More nature. like their character, you're thinking? That character could oh. betray Violet or just be outright bad towards Violet. And I don't know. Something maybe to that nature. I think the resurrection thing, obviously with, spoiler alert, with Jack and with Brennan... But then the outlier with Varish, there's the outlier with Varish, so that may not That's what I'm looking at right now and what I'm trying to figure out. How do you spell Varish? V-A-R-R-I-S-H. R-R. Yeah. I'm also wondering, does the orange, does the color orange, I want to ask the art history major Mm -hmm. here, does the color orange signify anything? Like usually like purple means royalty. Right. And... That's the only one I know. But does, yeah, and like, does, oh, you're green with envy and blue, you know, green those with kind envy of things, and red with anger or something like that. Does orange have um, any sort of significance of feeling or emotion or status? Not that I know of. Checks out. Orange doesn't rhyme with anything, so why would it go with anything? No, it just doesn't have like a symbolism behind it. I mean, sometimes the only thing I could think is like warm colors and like fire but dragons all have fire so yeah nothing really there um i'm trying to look at the wiki specifically for varish and his dragon named is solace mm-hmm. and let's see and the stuff with dane where he's like torturing them and brings dane in I swear there was like, oh shoot, he's Venon. I don't think so. Or are we thinking he's going to be brought back to life? Yeah, but by who is, is the question? Let's see. His cruel and dark tendencies 
show when he violently interrogates cadets as a requirement for passing the rider survival course, causing them concussions and broken bones before they are mended by Nolan to repeat the process until they break and reveal their secret. Um, Taryn's wrath, who at ends up threatening to kill Solus if Varish refuses to apologize to Violet. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. And Nolan's gone, right? Nolan? The healer? He's still around. Oh, I thought he died. No, I think he's still... Oh. Uh, he's, he's badly, like, Well, injured. I don't know. Okay, so I guess me thinking that Varish was turned into a venom at some point was just a wild hair that I had and not really Mm. accurate. So my thought immediately when I saw that was, OMG, Brennan's going to turn into a venom. Okay. Hmm. But that was based on faulty evidence. Yeah. (laughs) That was faulty. Because Jack is. Jack is. Right? Yes. And very much alive and kicking. Unfortunately. So, then what do we think it means? I stand by my theory that... They're just evil? Brennan will turn on Violet or something like that. Hmm. I hope not. That would be tragic. But that's what you think it means. If we're going with it, if if, if it means anything, that's what it would mean. If Mm -hmm. we're going off of just orange dragons, just any orange dragons. But then you wonder, like... Does anybody else have an orange dragon just other than those three? Does any other significant hmm. named characters have an orange dragon? Like, I right. know Reed does not have an orange dragon. I know that um, um, Mira does not have an orange dragon. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, anybody else. Like, what's Riddick's? What's Sawyer's? What's Bodie's? Like these well, names char- could easily be looked up. That's why I'm putting this out there. So those things we need to like figure out right. to, to you know debunk my theory at least because I'm not thinking Rebecca would have all of these people if they had orange dragons turn on Violet. And if that would just be like random, right? People, mm-hmm. and this person only picked those three. So then that's what made me think. It's just those three sure. that have orange dragons. Right. But then let's, you know, like, dive okay. deeper. Uh, Violet is black and gold. Yes. Zayden blue. Lilith brown. Riddick brown. Jack orange. Dane red. Amber Mavis orange. Checked out. Checks out. Okay. Did turn on. Did turn on Violet. Violet. Melgrin okay. black. Liam red. Rhiannon green. Green, sorry. Green. Soleil, brown. Who's Soleil? Um, from the second one? Oh. Sawyer, red. Professor, Kaori, unknown. <laughs> Mira, green. Carolyn, Ashton, unknown. Okay. What is, um, what is Sloan? What does Sloan have in book, in book two? Mm. spoiler alert <laughs> does she babe we've already have a general oh, spoiler know, alert you don't have to I say know. that every time that seems like all the ones we know but Sloane should definitely have one she definitely bonds with someone oh those are just fourth wing okay um, so you want to know what Sloane's is? Sloane and maybe Arik, because those are the two main Iron important characters. Flame dragon. This is this is important info. It is. Oh, we didn't get Sloane. images. Sloane's dragon is a red dagger tail. Okay, I think we're safe. Arik. Auric. How do we spell Auric? A E R I C. That's probably wrong. Mm. Not Aaron. Auric. R I C. Okay. His is Sandy Brown. No, that's his hair color. <laughs> Sorry. Hold on. He had. Does he have? 
He bonds. I know, but... Um, not his trivia. It's just not listed. Weird. He has an alias. <laughs> oh, maybe it's under relationships. Okay, he has a blue club tail. Oh, okay, okay. And then we wanted to know Imogen. Imogen. I'm just trying Imogen. to think of everybody that's like kind of in the inner kind circle of, important. of violence. Yeah. And somewhat of importance. Her dragon, Glane, is orange. Uh-oh. Right. Not looking good. All right, so we need to be on the lookout for on Imogen. On the lookout for Imogen and Brennan. And Brennan. Because, what was the other one? Oh, Amber. Amber. She and so. she did. Bip. Bip, Bip Amber. Bip Amber. Okay. <laughs> Bitch in peace. No, burn in peace. Okay. That was valuable. That was interesting. I think it's... This is something to look for. Yeah. Oh, I meant to see if there were any comments of like what other people were saying. Mm. You know, like in the. In that same video. Yeah. Comments yeah. on that video. Because mm-hmm. what else, even if it's not what you think it is, what else could you possibly think it is? Like if I'm really going to be unhinged. Yeah. Unhinged or just not what you might agree with, but like you think. That like, it just could be, could be a possibility. Yeah, like another connection. Being Venom, yes, because technically you could still have Varish come back to life as Venom, maybe. And it's and we all know that Jack coming like where he came from, like how he got back to life was due to the help of Varish and mm-hmm. that's how he became Venom. So it's definitely definitely possible that Varish has some sort of ability to have someone turn into Venom. Maybe he's Venom. Of some port, like you're, mm-hmm. like you have suggested, or he has someone who can help him turn Venom. I don't know. Um, so there is a lot of ideas around, yeah, that with the Venom, and then how that would happen to Brennan, we don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe Brennan goes off into battle and doesn't come back normal. I don't know. I have a other another video TikTok video. We weren't tagged in it, but it does kind of support some of this this theory. Okay, and bit. I have some comments of what people are saying. Okay. Well, you look for that. I have it right here. Oh. So I'm already ready. Um, so this person uh, is at, I'm not going to be able to say this name correctly, so I apologize to this she person, uh, at E-O-W-Y-N-S library. I wouldn't know how to say that name. But anywho. Okay. Um, she put down this theory of that she noticed while rereading Iron Flame. She gets this quote from the top of chapter 47 and basically highlights the point of, um, quote, initiates, initiates, which is like the first level of Venom, to be clear. Right. Have reddish rings to their eyes that come and go depending on how often they drain. Yeah. Who else, and then end of quote, who else do we know that has reddish rings to their eyes? But she goes back to chapter 10 of Iron Flame mm-hmm. when the assassin attempted to kill Violet at the beginning of Iron Flame. The first right. year who tries to assassinate Violet has red ring rimmed eyes. Quote, Secrets die with the people who keep them. He whispers, bringing his nose an inch from mine. His eyes are light brown, but rimmed in red as though he's on some kind of drug. End quote. Right. But his eyes are rimmed red. He's talking about the assassin that we think was sent by Colonel Atos. Because Colonel Atos and Varish are in coots. Right. Also with Nolan. So maybe... I literally thought... That was a venom, no? Is that not that what everyone sass- thinks? I, I think that's brand new information. I didn't catch it the first time oh. that him that, that that was possibly a venom. I didn't catch that. And it wasn't mentioned, I don't think, okay. as a venom. No, it wasn't flat out said No. The red rimmed eyes, so this is a venom. No, because they think like, he's like on a drug or something. Red rimmed eyes, hello. No, didn't even clock it. Oh, okay. And they did. I didn't yeah. clock it, but they yeah. did. Yeah. So kudos to that person who so posted that. So it could be like a Colonel Atos and 
he said Varish are in cahoots and they were and, and like they had controlling mm-hmm. the venom and like sending him out on little missions like that. Could be. Yeah. So I see that. Um, the consensus in the comments is oh no. oh no no. but also now that we think about it could check out like why doesn't Segale like Brennan what is the scar on his palm what actually happened to Naolin aren't dragons orange dragons more unpredictable but Imogen's is also orange and she cannot be bad (laughs) um and then a theory. This one's a, a head scratcher. Okay. Brennan turned Venom. What if Brennan turned Venom, and Naolin reversed and resurrected his soul, but Naolin had to die because he had given Brennan his soul. Right. Okay. That's... So then, what does that mean for Naolin? Um, Brennan has always been a little suspicious because we thought he was dead. <laughs> Um, all caps. I don't trust a single person with an unpredictable orange dragon. And I said what I said. I agree. Yeah. Now I'm suspicious. But what about Imogen? Are orange dragons the new red lightsaber? Love it. Yeah. Love it. I love that tie-in. Hasn't Violet been through enough? Yeah. <laughs> don't do this to me. This would definitely yeah. really thicken the plot. In, I in could some see ways. it. I could see it too. I could see that it could be of some. Like it fits that Brennan twist. could be shady. It does, but the thing is, because like who pretends follow, to be dead? If Rebecca's gonna follow suit on this, that means Imogen, which and which is fine because from everything that we've read, especially at the beginning of Fourth Wing, mm-hmm. you like. We always thought, oh yeah, Imogen's for sure like totally anti-violet. Right. But by the end, you're like, She's no, a, they're like almost yeah. BFFs, especially beginning of Iron Flame. I could being like some tragic, like she didn't want to become evil, but like had no choice, kind of heroic sacrifice. So like what Zayden did? No, more in like a she got like stuck with it. More in like a tortured and forced to do this kind of thing. Okay. Not, I guess not a heroic sacrifice, but like a tortured thing. Yeah. It's just something to look out for now. I just thought it was very interesting. And I really appreciate um, that. Creativity. They, yeah. I'm just saying that people would have us in it. So that too. That's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I love it. Are we ready to get into the sum? Finally, let's get to the sum. But before you do, I would like to do this one funny little bit. Because when we always watch Game of Thrones or something mm-hmm. like that, and they always did a previously on Game of Thrones, and there was always like a little quick snippet of clips mm-hmm. that led you re- be ready for the next episode. You're like, oh, they brought up this person or this place. Yeah. must be important because this next episode. Well, I want to read just the ending two sentences sentence of chapter nine. Okay. Or chapter eight of... Fourth wing, the original, because yeah. so, it leads into the chapter original. nine of the bonus. The bonus, okay. And then it goes to your summary. Okay. Okay. I need light. I'm sorry. I'm fun plushing your eyes. Okay, so <clears throat> previously on the fourth wing. <laughs> you sure? Professor Emeterio asks, glancing over his shoulder. Absolutely. My stomach hits the floor, and Zayden walks onto the mat. Yes, so chapter 9 is Zayden sparring with Violet. Zayden lists reasons why he should kill Violet, and that he has every right to, since the Codex wouldn't punish him for it. Sigale tells him in his mind that this is reckless. Zayden has left his weapons with Imogen and tells Violet he won't need them because Violet brought plenty for the both of them. We learn that Zayden figured out she was only winning because she was poisoning her opponents or flipping daggers like a circus act. He is worried for her because in the long run, this is not sustainable. So he says the reason he is here on the mat is to help her improve her skills. Violet goes to attack him and he easily dodges her moves and drops her to the mat. He thinks to himself that he would normally put the dagger to his opponent's neck and end the match, but instead, he kicks the dagger away and tries to let the fight end mercifully. 
Zayden thinks to himself that against his better judgment, he feels like he owes Violet for not telling on him about meeting with the other marked ones. He thinks it is over and starts to disengage, but Violet gets up and tries to stab him in the leg. He disarms her, and we get the famous line, Going for blood today, are we, Violence? We learn that Zayden thinks... Um, her real name is too soft and delicate for her because even though people talk about her bones and joints being weak, he says he has seen nothing but strength from her. He can see it in her eyes. They continue to fight. Zayden starts to worry about her being too naive for this place because she keeps trying to fight and be bold for her own good. Too bold for her own good. Then Zayden starts to talk to her under his breath so no one else around the mat can hear. He tells her to be careful, trust no one, and stop poisoning people, and to learn to fight so she's ready for the real battles ahead. This whole time, he has an internal struggle about how he should hate her, but doesn't, and he mentions how good she smells, how symmetrical her face is, and that he thinks she's beautiful. He finally pins her to the mat with his hips and realizes he doesn't want to hurt or kill her. Somehow he can sense her pulse, question mark, and sees her blush and realizes she is attracted to him too and he thinks this is dangerous. He continues to coach her as they fight and even pauses for her to get her dagger back from where he kicked it across the mat and tells her where to stab him to make it the most impactful. Dane yells at them to stop because that's enough of that. And Zayden asks Violet if he is always this overprotective. And she excuses it by saying that Dane just cares about her. But Zayden says he thinks Dane is holding her back. They stop fighting. Zayden walks away and Garrick meets up with him and lets on that he noticed the tension between them and how Zayden looks at her. Garrick teases him a little bit, and Zayden thinks how complicated it is that they would actually like each other, and how dangerous it would be if others knew. End of chapter the nine. The end. End of chapter nine, Zayden. P.O.B. Wow, P.O.B. I was going to say Pav wow. from now Pav. <laughs> Not an That was the, the, Zayden, the sum of the Zayden Pav. Not Ooh. an abbreviation for an acronym. <laughs> Gosh. It's too much. Okay. So. So. A little to unpack in yeah. some ways. It's. Okay. You did. You did the summary. So I'll, I'll let your thoughts go. Um. Okay. So. <laughs> Great I notes. think. <laughs> no notes. 10 out of 10. No. I think. I'm. Let me just set the scene. Okay. Okay. I just finished all of Akatar. Oh boy. So I'm a little tired of <laughs> turns I'm tired. Grandpa. I'm just tired in general. But no, I'm a little tired of the Same. like oh, does he like me? Oh, I like her, but it's too dangerous, but I like her, but it's dangerous, but does she like me too? But also we're like in a war college and we're fighting and like danger and like, oh my gosh, I just, I'm a little over it. Mm -hmm. So that, I'm fatigued on the romanticy at this current juncture in time. Well, we have a lot of chapters to go, babe, in our podcast. I know, and I'm going to read something else. and, And, you know, if I don't have that all the time in my you know, reading, like my, my, my like downtime reading and in podcast reading, I think it'll be fine. Okay. So I'm just coming to tell you where I am currently at, okay. which is fatigued, fatigued and just eye roll mm-hmm. at like the inner thoughts of Zayden okay. right now. Okay. So with that being said, with that being said, um, we get information about the 107 marks mm-hmm. on his back. Mm-hmm. And he says, I could snap her neck and no one in this room would interfere. Because according to the codex, it would be fine. Right. But the 100... Right. Not in her like direct thing. Correct. Uh, wing. Squad. He's, he's, he's her wing leader. Right. But I mean, not in the squad. Correct. Um, also, he said, but the 107 souls I'm responsible for 
would pay the price, like if he killed her, which alludes to the deal we learn about, yeah, in Iron Flame, the deal with Lilith. Mm -hmm. And then he says, so what the F am I doing on this mat? (laughs) Bro, like, I will pay Rebecca Yaros to never say the F word ever again. (laughs) I will pay you. Stop it. Because it's just not... Like, the F word is just so, like, if it's comically placed correctly, it is really funny. It can be very powerful, but when it's on every third page and it's just thrown, sprinkled in, it, no, I don't need this. No one asked for this. Um, I don't think, I can't remember if I had this conversation on the podcast or in real life (laughs) with one of my book club friends, but one of my other book club friends, they were saying that the reason they don't like the sex scenes and the language mm-hmm. is not like, oh, because we're like, you know, sensitive and like sheltered. Sure. But the reason why it doesn't work mm-hmm. or it's whatever in Fourth Wing and, and Iron Flame is because they said it's anachronistic. SAT word. Right? We, you know what that means? I think. Like when... For those who don't, please clarify. Like when there's something going on that is not appropriate for the time frame. Okay. So like, you know, Benjamin Franklin with an iPhone. Okay. Because those weren't invented yet. Sure. I, and I so when you're doing... There is no year on this. They're not on Earth. So they don't mm-hmm. have 2024. Right. But... They don't have electricity that we know of, mm-hmm. right? They have swords and armor. It's giving medieval, mm-hmm. which I had a little conversation. I was like, I understand what you're saying, but also one of the like papers that I wrote in undergrad for art history was like, why Game of Thrones is not medieval and why it's problematic <laughs> that people are calling it medieval. <laughs> So I understand both sides. If I'm going to look at it from a critically art historical point of view, no, uh-huh. you cannot say it's medieval because what does that mean? And that's like centered on earth uh-huh. in our time frame, sure. in our common era. Yeah. So this, but ignoring that, <laughs> yes, it does seem yield. yield. You know, they have tomes, uh-huh. right? They like things are made of stone mm-hmm. and, Yes, there's magic lights, but it that I picture just like, you know, flame little torches that get mm-hmm. lit magically. It's not like electricity. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're kind of feeling yield. Yeah. And then you use very common current 2020s vernacular. Mm-hmm. It's odd. It's jarring. It takes you out of the magic of it. Mm-hmm. And it it does it takes you out of the scene, mm-hmm. the vibe, mm-hmm. and that is part of why I don't like it. Okay, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So thank you to my friend Georgia for that for distilling why it bothers me. I was like, yes, that that is it. I agree with you, mm-hmm. but I have to suspend my beliefs that it's not medieval. But I agree with you. Right. <laughs> so what do okay. you think of that? I think that makes a lot of sense. I still will hold on to my position of that the event of the of the smut scenes that are needed for the character development and especially for the relationship between Zayden and for Violet. Sure. I think there is definitely a lot of built up um, emotional stress between the two and a lot of yeah. built up just emotions in general and you have to kind of like I'm not saying there should not be a sex scene. Mm -hmm. I'm saying the language, the exact vocabulary words. Okay, now you're terrifying for me. Yeah, because I'm not saying they can't have sex in medieval times. I'm saying maybe we don't use those words. Like, why this word? Right, right, right. okay. Why this phrase? Then yes, I I agree 100% with you because I remember reading it the first time in the audio book and hearing it. And you're like, okay, here's here 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 they come. Here here's the here's first the one. Here's the anatomical words. Here's here. Well, I'm just thinking at the start of it. And I'm like, oh, okay, so they're kissing. We're doing a little more than kissing. We're oh. cl- clothes are coming off. Okay, yeah. so now I know where that's going. And all of a sudden, a word to describe <laughs> that you normally wouldn't use in the bedroom. Yeah. And I was like, what? 
Yeah. Like my face, just like, like I remember driving and I'm here and I'm like, eyes, breath, like eyebrows, like frown. Like a huh, a WTF huh. face. I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, I'm I, not saying I'm. I'm agreeing with you. With the it's the language yes, and the okay. turn of phrase. Yes. Okay. It's not that the the fact that there is a sex scene. That's no, fine. That's, that's cool. fine. Yeah. I've read. I'm trying to think of other books I've read that are set in different eras or in different worlds mm-hmm. that have like a sex scene or language, mm-hmm. like like explicit language that does it well. And I'm coming up short with them because all I can think right now is in. Akatar, where she just says like, and then he gave me an um an explicit gesture, and I was like, what was that? Was he like flicking you off? Right. Was the, that like like what is that? The only other book that I've ever read that had any sort of steamy steam yeah to it, or even somewhat close to smut, was Catch Twenty Two, and I read it in high school. That's the only book that I. I don't ever recall even what that it's is. It's not even, and it's not really even like smut. I don't even think like proper like readers would say that it was like smut. It's more just like of the of the guy whose POV it is mm-hmm. being a perv in most right. in most cases. Okay, yeah. That's really all it is, and it's not really even smut. So yeah, I would, and I guess like I don't know what I would have the correction be because I don't know what this time frame is. Right. But I sure as heck know it's not correct. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't have a conclusion. I okay. just, that's Well, we how really I feel. went off the deep end because <laughs> you said, I don't want her to using the F word anymore. And then, yeah. you, okay, so continue on with your next Okay, words. I'm continuing From on. chapter nine of Satan's POV. Yeah. And before I was so rudely interrupted, I was talking about. Um, oh, one of his thoughts he talks about is about Brennan. Oh, and he says, oh, violence, you're good, but I've known better poison masters. And I brought that up. And honor. that, well, he, we hear him say that. Yes. In Violet's Pov. Correct. And I had. <laughs> and you thought of it, but it's mm-hmm. confirmed in Zayden's mind because i was like oh yeah no he goes on to flat out slap you in the face with it and say brennan would give one of his frustrated sighs right now if he knew just how obvious his sister was being (laughs) we get it we get that that's brennan we get it like we can put we can read between the lines put two and two together but i'll smack us upside the head about it but without reading the bonus chapter i called it i clocked it so i just want to try it again yeah thank you I just feel like it was a little much. And then to to add to the little much, then again, he tried to kick my ass for the position I have put Violet in. A bitter taste floods my mouth because she has no clue he's alive. We get it. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Um, this gives us more of your romance tropes that I just wanted to tell you about mm-hmm. since you're all into tropes right now. Um, obviously it's enemies to lovers, but this like solidifies it more because we're hearing Zayden's POV that he is an enemy to mm-hmm. a lover. Mm-hmm. Because right now with just Violet's point of view, you don't really know what he's thinking, Correct. obviously. Mm-hmm. And with the bondedness of them and their dragons, mm-hmm. it's the forced proximity trope. Do you know that one? I do not. That's a new one for me. Where, like it says, they're forced to be around each other. Okay. But more so in like a, in a setting kind of what in like a, I don't know, in a broader sense than like the one bed trope. Because the one bed trope is, oh no, we're on a you know vacation with our friends and there's only one bed left but we hate each other oh no okay will we sleep in the bed together and get together i've seen a lot of different movies with that sort of that's i guess forced proximity but that's like the single bed in the inn kind Mm. of forced proximity in this for in this sense is like thematically you know okay. they're forced into this type of relationship because of their bonded dragons mm-hmm. so forced that way not like physical closeness okay. if that makes sense mm-hmm. i just thought you'd appreciate that I do. um and this is another 
something that made me roll my eyes because I'm burnt out right now. Um, that she smells good and her face is symmetrical. I guess that that's attractive. Like classical Does beauty. Does she also smell like soap then? Too, Not really. He doesn't say how she smells, just that she smells good. Okay. Okay. And that why not just say like, she's pretty. Her face is symmetrical. Like why did he, yeah. And I get like that's a classic like, you know, standard of beauty is that your face is symmetrical. Like if it's wildly, you know, asymmetrical, mm-hmm. that's not going to look quote unquote like right Mm -hmm. but like that's just an odd way like why those words yeah why not like she was pretty she's Mm -hmm. attractive like Mm -hmm. look at her body i don't know but like she's symmetrical okay moving on it contrasts um zayden with dane because dane is watching Mm -hmm. and just dane being like the the scary cat little like oh my gosh like don't do that oh my gosh Be- dane. dane okay being the scaredy cat on the sidelines being mm-hmm. like careful oh mm-hmm. my gosh like biting his nails like oh my gosh I'm, I'm so worried that was him to zayden being like if you're gonna fight and be in this quadrant then like learn to fight correctly and i'll help you mm-hmm. like like agreeing with her for her choice mm-hmm. and then let me support you mm-hmm where Dane isn't, like, accepting her choice. Mm-mm. It's just, like, muscling it and forcing her to do something else. Calling her, like, just a small, cold, dumb girl. She, right. She did a wrong choice. Let me mansplain you why you made the wrong right. choice and why going to the squad quadrant. Yeah, which is just, like, a good example of, like, how not to support someone. Yeah. You know? I was all. It's also good to note where when I did read that bonus chapter – and getting more inside of Zayden's head when he does say that line to Violet on both ends of like, this is he always like this and yeah. blah, blah, blah. In his head, he doesn't continue like any sort of inner dialogue that isn't what we basically know of or know more of Zayden. Like he doesn't have inner thoughts that don't correlate with what he says. Like he doesn't have mixed thoughts or doesn't say anything that they don't correlate. Think. Or you mean like he says what he's thinking? Correct. That's what I meant. Okay. He he's says not what he's like thinking. being two-faced or no, like hiding things. He thinks exactly what he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very straight up. Very straight up. So yeah. he's not at one point like, oh, I like he it. doesn't see like Dane being like overprotective and he knows that's bad, but he's also not inner thinking to be overprotective of Violet. Yeah. He's just being straight up with her. Yeah. Which is I good like because then he is truthful for what he's thinking and then everything that he says, for the most part, yeah. From Zayden, you're like you can take it at face value. Yeah. I like that. That's a good a good take. Mm-hmm. Um the topic of strength versus weakness comes up cuz he's like the horror whole thing about her name is too like dainty for who she is. I see her strength that even was though people sure. yeah, even though people mention like how weak she is, but I see the strength, which you know is like it's giving Taryn energy, you know. Mm-hmm. Taryn sees the inner strength and other qualities, not just physical strength. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was funny that Zayden called Dane Atos mm-hmm. and not Dane. He always calls him Atos. No, I know, but yeah. just... Just in general. In general. Mm-hmm. I'm mentioning it in this chapter. Time out on that. Now, because we had mentioned Mr. Atos at the beginning of the, of the podcast and how he might be in cahoots with Varish and some mm-hmm. sort of operation of... Venon does do we think he as in Zayden do we think he kind of just puts those two together general or colonel Atos and Dane Atos as just one like hey they're cut from the same cloth they're both kind of equally bad in some respective way does Zayden know more about colonel Atos and what he's up to at this current moment I don't know what Atos's dad the dad is up to yeah. Like, we don't have any hints even from Iron Flame of, like, where he is that places him anywhere. Right. And so I can't even begin to guess. Maybe if I knew this is what Dane's dad is up to and this is what Zayden is up to and we could, like, make an educated guess of who knows who and who interacts with who. Yeah. But, like, I don't even know what his dad is doing. I don't either. Besides 
we can, if we're not thinking he's being sneaky at all and he's doing what he's supposed to, he's with Lilith, mm. allegedly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm not sure, but it's a good question. I'm looking something up that I might have to come back to that okay. type of thinking. I'll continue to my next my next point. Okay, go for it. Um, the implied smut. Yeah. Of like, I pinned her with my hips. And then he's like, oh, I can feel the warmth of her body beneath. Bro, we get it. Keep you, it in your pants. Keep it in your pants, okay? And then like, I get it. Like, it just is a little too on the nose. Yeah. And okay. This is something that is happens in the Akatar fandom and it's happening in the fourth wing fandom. I'm not saying Zayden's not a good guy, mm-hmm. but I'm saying the standard is low mm-hmm. because he does the bare minimum thing. Like everyone uses this quote all the time. Well, maybe you don't see it on like the TikTok that you're on, but like the internet that I'm on of book girlies, they take this quote and they run with it, okay? Mm. He says, defenseless women have never been my type. We're done for today. And everyone's like, yes, feminist king. And I'm like, that is the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. Like, he does one teeny tiny respectful bare minimum thing and the whole fandom is like fainting, gagging, dying for what he said. And I get it. I'm not saying this is bad and he's a bad person, but I'm like... Have higher standards. Relax. Mm-hmm. I don't know. R-E-L-E-X. Relax. Same thing with Tamlin in one of the characters in Akatar. Okay. At first. At first. Got it. But he turns out... I think... To be something else. But oh. anyway, same energy for him Yeah. as this quote. And I'm just like... Leave it alone. I yeah. don't know. It's just, it grinds my gears. That's all. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think it's one of those things where, yes, you can just appreciate that, especially just at face value. Like, yes, good job doing the bare minimum, but we don't need to throw you a party. Right. Or like, that's the best we could come up with, you know? Or just have there, like, honestly, there shouldn't have been any sort of, like, reaction to it. Yeah, that's like, just like that's what I'm all saying. Right, good job. Like that. You want a gold star? You yeah, you want a gold star? That and that exactly reminds <laughs> me of like the really funny story when we were living in Lakeland. We were at our Winfrey apartment, and you had like a church event that you wanted to go to with like some girlfriends, and yeah. we were down a car. Yeah. So I don't think if we if we weren't married yet, we were. I have no yet, idea we what in, story you're about to tell. I'm getting there. So I know. Let me I just get can't, there. And I know. I'm just saying. I can't even remember what you're talking about. Continue. So you you had a church event with your girlfriends. Okay. Or something like that. We were down a car mm-hmm. for whatever reason. So mm-hmm. of course I took you to the church event. Like you dropped me off. Dropped you off. Okay. I don't know if it was like Echo Conference where it's like the girls only thing or, or whatever. Yeah. But for like some reason I didn't conference. go with you. Okay. And then I leave, and then you tell me, like, hey, we're about wrapping up. I'm like, cool, I'll come pick you up. Like, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nothing special. Yeah. Just bare minimum stuff. When I pick you up, you tell me that your girlfriends were, like, flabbergasted in the way that, like, <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh, yeah. he picked you up. He dropped you off. He's such a gentleman. <laughs> what? That's the best thing ever. That's the thing I sort of dream of in a boyfriend. I was like, what? Yes. Wait, I can recall this. What? Yeah. You're mean. You te- you're telling me that you're making now sense. Single girlfriends are celebrating that I picked you up in my car. Wow. Yeah, yes, like, I yikes. treaded miles to like, come get you. The bar is in hell. <sighs> Girls, <laughs> no wonder they're single at Echo Conference. Oh my gosh. No, Just maybe they're real. single because the guys that they've been with wouldn't even probably drop them off or whatever Probably nothing wrong with the girls but no. yeah i do remember that being but like if that's their mindset where they're blown away that right. i picked you up their standards are low right i was like yeah i just asked him to drop me off he was like cool no prob babe like i truly i remember that being like wait that's is that something to be celebrating yeah, I don't know. I guess I just All have right, higher standards for you or something. This, if those same friends of yours saw me clean a dish, they would it's lose over. an afternoon. <laughs> they would lose an afternoon. They'd lose so, it. Yes. That's it's that, so it's funny. That it's crowd. that energy. Yeah. It's that same energy. And I'm like... And I guess that's just on a... I'm like, a, you can celebrate me all I want, but that's definitely not... 
our standard, even like for yeah, each like other. Yeah, like I'm sure like, I said, like, thanks, babe. Yeah, but I I'm not expecting that a gold star. That. Yeah. I'm not expecting like a... <laughs> a prize. A prize. Or me to fall over backwards thinking you. Right. Exactly. Um, so, that's but, funny. But yeah, Exactly. Good job. Good job. Same thing. That's all I had about the bonus chapter. Awesome. I do. Um, I am curious actually to listen to it because in the normal fourth wing is the chapter at the end that's his POV read in a different voice. I don't. I can't remember. Think so I think it's the same voice. Okay, I can't remember oh. because like the the audiobook narrator uses like different voices for sure. characters. Right. And is it just the Zayden voice or is it just the normal? I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. So. That's all I had. Anything else about the bonus chapter nine? No, nothing specifically about chapter nine. I did. I was looking to see if anything was correlating to Mr. Colonel Atos. I was seeing mm. if we yeah. knew what dragon he has Ooh. is listed as unknown. Yeah. Along with his signet. Yeah. So we don't know what it hmm. is. Does it mean that he has the ability to become venom or something like that? It's unknown, well, which that's means not it's still po- I know, but it's still possible. Yeah. Um, so many theories are out here that I've seen on TikTok now and I've saved and liked them. I just don't know when to share them. Or when to like for mm-hmm. us to discuss them. I don't know. We if have a little time. bit of time because that was we relatively do. short. Yeah. So I did share the one with you about Zayden and who the mom could potentially be. Zayden, like Zayden's mom could potentially yeah. be. Do you remember this one that I'm talking about? No, but keep going. So it has been confirmed by Rebecca Yaros in interviews that Zayden's mom will have a crucial part and will be appearing in the right. next book or books. Right. And how um, Zayden's description in by Violet's oh, POV remember. is godlike. Yeah. And Zayden, when spelled with a Z and not an X, is also the definition of that in some origin is godlike. What language? Z A D Z A D E N, I think. If you want to confirm that. Okay, continue. So the the theory that was out there and I can try to check my sources real quickly um, about who posted that theory because I did like it because it was a really good video. Uh, Zayden, according to medieval Gregorian chronicles, Mm -hmm. the god of fruitfulness in a pre-Christian pantheon Mm. of the ancient Gregorians of Parnajam of Iberia. Uh Uh-huh. Uh... So someone it's a said, stretch. It might be a stretch, but someone said something about that. It's a stretch. It's a specific, uh, yeah. Mm. It's not like a translate to God, but God of fruitfulness. Okay. All right. I think I found that video. Um, so this was posted by Miss at E-N-G-A-C-K-S and Jax. That's how she wants to say it. Anyway, she posted the theory. um, And we're learning that we know that in the the Iron Flame that the mother by Zayden, that the mother left when he was like around 10. Mm -hmm. So it was just Fen Ryerson and Zayden Ryerson. Mm -hmm. And we just needed like an heir for Erasia. And there's like some hints of like who could this be and maybe how that important person could be infiltrated into the books and the theory is that it's the goddess uh dune mm-hmm. i think i'm getting more into the video um the, yeah, yeah. I lo- here we go because violet says something at the end of chapter 35 when zane says violet and, I, and violet says to zane i looked up to him like into the wrath of dune which is the goddess of war yeah and their goddess of war so the theory is that we have kind of like a, if people are familiar with the Percy Jackson series, mm-hmm. we have a little demigod situation here where yeah. Dune and Fen Ryerson had a baby. A baby. And by the age of 10, 
Mm-hmm. Zayn Ryerson's getting a little bit older now, and Dune's like, all right, I got to peace out. I go, got to be a god. I have goddess things to I have goddess to things to. to do. And then there we go. Mm-hmm. This also theory kind of correlates with your theory, babe, of like this higher power of some sort, of mm-hmm. just much more higher power. So I'm. Like a bigger magical. Bigger thing. magical thing. Yeah. So my here's here's my attachment theory to this. Attachment? I'm attaching a theory to go uh, along with okay, this. Okay, okay, okay. I think, and yeah. I've said this from the beginning, I don't think that scribe dad is Violet's bio dad. Right. However, I will stand by the fact that scribe dad is Mira and Brennan's dad. Yeah. Because they all have similar qualities and characteristics and looks. Mm-hmm. Violet does not. Violet's mm-hmm. got that weird silver hair. She's much shorter. She's much more fragile. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. She does have the same eyes as Mira and the mom, but maybe that's just from the mom. Correct. Okay. I think that Violet's, maybe if Violet's real dad isn't my other theory, which could have been like from Venon or, or something like that, Violet's dad is a god. Mm. And how yeah. interesting how that could correlate exactly like Zayden and his dad. Mm-hmm. And also how they both have mating dragons. There's just a lot of correlation. Who else has mating dragons? Like Zayden and Violet, how our dragons are, are mates. Oh, yeah. So there's just a lot of similarities. There's a lot of stuff that just is like a perfect circle that goes all yeah. together sort of deal. Where if that were the case, if Violet's bio dad is is a god like a deity making yeah. violet a a basically a demigod which yeah. also by the fact that i saw a different theory where there is a lot more and i need to get into my reread of iron flame there is a lot of i think missing things that we have that we've missed about iron flame when felix yeah. is training violet and sure. how he really believes, and I don't know if this is quoted or not exactly, but he thinks that he, Violet has a lot of just like untapped, just power, just raw power. Yeah. And she takes up the form of lightning because that's the simplest form that a Violet can create, whether it's from her mom because she's storm wielding or yeah. whatever the case may be. But if there's just like untapped, like raw power, right. maybe that's because she's a demigod. Oh, I see what you're saying. See what I mean? Yeah. So... I went on a little rant there, but there's, there is a lot in there, but there's just, it's a lot. It's really interesting to think about that that way. And yeah. And that also could go into like Taryn saying, I know exactly who Who and and what what you are. You are Vasco and Gale, also a demigod. Demigod or yeah. I've had like some idea of like, royalty but that's not quite it because that's i mean there is a king i think that's what we're led to kind of believe yeah or like andarna <laughs> is a there's royalty in the dragons mm-hmm. or something but it could more be like supernatural mm-hmm. yeah 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 um and then i've heard some other theories too about the second signet that we're expecting violet to get yeah. Their one theory was something along the lines of being able to talk to the dead, which is why she mm. was actually talking to Liam in the interrogation room. Uh. And it's an un, it's a very rare or maybe even unknown signet because Andarna is so rare and unknown right. because she was a egg for 600 years. Yeah, there's no She's other. She's only one. It's only one breed of her. Purples. And right. Purple. Yeah. You're right. And... The signet manifests into the writer based on what the writer desperately needs. So maybe the writer, Violet in this case, would desperately need information that is only Mm. provided from dead people. Dead people? People who have died but have memories that are not in textbooks because we can't find information because they were so old. Yeah. Or memories that we don't weren't written down. Or purposely rewritten. Or purposely rewritten. I like that. That's fun. That was a really good Um, video. Look that video too to give them credit. Yeah, something with her second signet, when people talk about that, there's things like it's somehow going to balance out Zayden being a venom because we see a theme of like checks and balances in a lot of the powers, especially where like Zayden, not Zayden, excuse me, Dane 
can like read recent memory and Imogen can replace or take away. Gotcha. And then someone can, you know, we just see a lot of those like opposites. Mm -hmm. And someone was saying how, this is at book club. Okay. About how like that balancing, but also like don't freak out yet about Zayden being invented because Violet, like because this isn't this, Violet still has to manifest her second signet and we don't know what that is going to be. So there is like a possibility that whatever it is, is going to make Zayden being a venom like okay. Yeah. Or yeah. something like that. So I don't know how the talking to the dead. Maybe because would. they were, if, if venom had been around for very, very long, but there was no record of it. So there also may be no record of curing venom because if yeah. you, because there was no record of venom, then why would we, we need a record of curing venom if venom don't venin exist? Because venom aren't real. Exactly. Yeah. I see what you're saying. So there yeah. could be something where, hey, my boyfriend turned venom. What do I do? And some maybe scribe from 600 year ago, years ago who was yeah. killed to be hushed or maybe even her dad. Ooh, yeah. that would be fun. Ooh, yeah, that'd be cool. And it's like, oh, here's what you do, honey. Yeah. You feed here's him, you see what you do. You make him eat a dragon scale. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. Um, I did find that video. Okay, It yeah. was from at Livy Reads, L-I-V-V, how many V's are there? Three. L-I-V-V-V-Y-R-E-A-D-E-S. She okay. said in her video that it is not her original theory, but she didn't remember where she saw the theory. Yeah. But I'm, but I saw That's her video. That's the thing about so the internet. <laughs> it's all over. Yeah. But where I saw the video was from her. Was Libby? So, thank cool. You, There's like a lot that. out there. So there's. I haven't like ventured in my, <coughs> excuse me, in my brain yet of like possibilities for her signets because I feel like it's one of those like we don't even know what we don't know. It's like when you're reading. Yeah. This, or watching like uh, a mystery, like a murder mystery, and you think that they've introduced all the characters, and you're like, "Oh, surely they've put the clues there all along." And if I just pay attention, I could figure it out. And then the the big reveal, like the turn, you know, is that it's like a mysterious third person that, that you was, never knew existed, right? That wasn't even introduced ever, and you're like, "Well, that was dumb." I feel like a I little bit. Went. <laughs> right. I feel like that's it a little bit with the signets because everyone's like, ooh, what do you think it's going to be? Or even as you were reading, what did you think her power was going to be? And I'm like, yeah. girl, I had no clue because I didn't even know what the options were to choose from. Yeah. So my guess will there just be such a shot in the dark that it's not even a fun guess. You know, if yeah. there's like four possible signets. And then you ask me to choose from ones we already know that might be doable because of like having clues and a, like a working framework of like what are the possibilities are. But like literally like there's no rules. So sure. I can't even guess. Yeah. I think this is definitely the most like educated and well thought out theories about Violet Signet, yeah. Signet that I have seen. So now that I'm kind of in that mindset, I definitely am excited to try to reread Iron Flame again. And just kind of be on the lookout for, the for these stuff. things. For the Liam stuff or just in general, just like second signet like opportunities and try to like build yeah. build these theories. I and that truly sort of deal. don't think she's exhibited it yet. I don't. Because I Andarna's mean, not, not like full grown. I think no. only once Andarna is big and purple is and like When the fully, second signet comes. Yeah, like when she, because she doesn't turn that color. Well, I mean, she was able to still do the time, the time. stopping right, right. So when she was a baby. Time stopping, and she did her sleep, <coughs> mm -hmm. and gets like full strength. Because even after full she rim. wakes up, yeah, even after she wakes up, she's still like weak and figuring it out. Mm -hmm. you know yeah. so i think once she's at full strength then she can i think the time stopping thing wasn't the true signet and that was like the I raw agree. power of an unpredictable baby mm -hmm. um, excuse me i don't know what's wrong with me like came out like that but i don't think that until or in the book when you're going through it only pay attention especially once she's like full strength yeah. To Violet and what the signet might be. Because I truly don't think 
it's been seen. Like, I think it's that case where it's like, yeah. well, there wasn't any cookie crumbles of the breadcrumb trail sure. to, to lead us to that idea. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that's something that you can point to. And when you go, when we get to the third book, because we're, I think it's safe to assume we should be getting Violet Psycho Signet in book three. Yeah. So if it comes out of literally left field, there might be something like, okay, there were no breadcrumbs for that, just came out of left field. Yeah. Had no clue. Or there might be some and we just haven't caught on to them yet. Right. But it's something definitely to, to look for. I feel like, though, I have Rebecca Yaros's number, though. Like, I see what you're doing. I hope you don't, because I like it when, when we both, especially you, get, like, thrown one. You're like, oh, no, yeah. you're not. Yeah. But I feel like now, based on reveals we've had towards the end of the book and in Iron Flame, going back at some of the, like, hints in yeah. Fourth Wing, I'm like, oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. I'm I don't. It. Yeah, I don't think she's going to totally change up her writing no. style or just like the plot because no. we're starting to catch on to her but i think she's still got a few tricks up her sleeve yeah which i'm scared about yeah there's some things i'm scared about like image <laughs> turning evil or riddick I know. dying i know protect riddick at all costs at all costs. he's too funny to survive that's my worry i know you know i know, I know. like I know. it's giving comedic relief that dies first no it can't happen i know it can't happen all right. Well, this is a really fun episode, babe. Yeah, this thanks was a lot for of fun. those theories. I love the bonus. I love the theories. I love hearing from our fans about yeah, their so theories. Because cool. we will definitely shout you out about any and all theories that you have. Even if you think they are just totally unhinged and not worth noting. No, honestly, the more unhinged, the better. The more fun we're going to have. Yeah. And only Rebecca's going to tell you that you're wrong. For the most part. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. let us know it all. Let us hear your thoughts. Yeah, we're on Instagram and TikTok as Podcast Quadrant mm-hmm. and available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Um, anywhere that you're listening, do whatever is appropriate to like or follow, rate, review, whatever the things are where you're listening. Mm-hmm. That truly helps us a lot. And I believe we're over 300 followers combined Amazing. now. Incredible. So Shout out to the we fans. have been just doing once a week because um, Nate is currently in tennis season and we were like, a little too enthusiastic of what realistically could get accomplished. So expect one episode a week on Thursdays. If you get another, then yay. It's a bonus week. It's a bonus for you. It's a nice surprise. But expect the Thursday podcast. Yes. Then twice a week we'll come back after season is over. Yep. Um, And I think that's all the updates. I think that's all the updates. I think that's it. Okay. Thank you, fans. We love you. Bye-bye. And we will check you in next time for bonus chapter 16. Yes. POV Zayden in the middle of threshing. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.